Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are here together again. Big J, back at the old saddle after a rough Friday. Hopefully you're feeling better. Yeah, you are? Yes. Was it like a, like a, you, you ate something you thought? Or was it uh, a reaction to medicine? Reaction to medication. Gotcha, okay. That that usually, it's happened to me a couple times before, but not like right at bedtime. Is it one of those deals and where like if you eat it on an, or take it on an empty stomach or something, that's where it starts to react Yeah, to something like that. It's hard to figure out how it works, but uh, it did not make me feel great. Let me put it that way. And if I, uh, you had mentioned on Friday that it was stomach problems, but if I'm also remembering correctly, you have lost the ability to throw up. Is that correct? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I, I have this weird gag reflex or whatever, and I can't. It sounds like an animal's dying. So you were just basically dry heaving yeah. all Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> it was Friday. It was Thursday night. Thursday night. Thur- Thursday at the end of the Friday morning. Yeah. And so uh, that that has to be because I mean, as much as no, I mean, I mean, I guess there's probably some people out there that fetishize throwing up, which is a weird thing. But like, at least it brings some sort of relief, as awful as it is. There's well, there's a reason sort of you're like, doing it, right? Because your body wants to reject what's in it, and, and when you can't, yes. it really prolongs things. And now you get you can't get that relief, so you just feel like crap that entire time. I'm sorry, man, but I'm glad you're back at her, and I'm glad that it was just a medicine thing. So that usually tends to go away. It's not like it makes you miserable all weekend. So that's good. Did you have a decent weekend outside of that? Then yeah, yeah. Anything on the uh, Big J did list? Oh, I did all the chores. Oh my god. The wife had you running around the house, huh? Yeah, but she was working. So I, uh, yeah, I did all the laundry. Oh, and then I, I, uh, I made, uh, I, I did prep. I did some, you know, food prep for the week. Forgot my lunch. <laughs> what was supposed to be your lunch today? Uh, I made uh, chicken burritos. Nice, man. Look at you. Gonna stink up the stink yeah. of the break. And then break. I was like halfway here. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, that happens from time to time. We forget our things. But you know what? That just means they'll be better or you'll have them for dinner tonight. One of the two. And, of course, uh, for those of you that uh, that's a nice reminder, don't forget your lunch at work today as you're walking yeah. out the door. And, of course, today on the show, we've got some advice coming your way for Ask the Morning After. That's going to happen. We also have some additional cool things happening on the show and a chance to win some stuff. we got Monster Jam tickets that we're going to be giving away beginning this morning. So you're going to want to jump on that bandwagon, I'm sure, as we're about two weeks away from that happening at the Ford Idaho Center. Of course, three different shows going down. they got the Friday night show, the Saturday matinee, and the Saturday evening show. You can go check that out if you're so inclined. And we also have some more Carl's Jr. coming your way, some free food over the course of the show today, too. But let's start the show with some music. Smashing Pumpkins kicking things off here on the morning after on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You remember last fall when uh, you could walk into a Jackson's food store and pick up uh, like a pack of BSU Bronco football cards? Yeah. Uh, well, you, you theoretically could. Those things sold out within about two weeks, so it probably shouldn't surprise anybody that basically they have decided, you know what, let's do that again. That was fun. Uh, each member of the team was represented. They had a chance to have a little bit of like their own football cards. It was pretty cool. Uh, and so it was an opportunity not only for the players to have a little bit of fun, have their own football cards, but also 10 of the highest profile players on the team got ended up a chance to make a little bit extra money. And uh, also everyone, about one card in every 10 packs had an autographed player card, which was cool. kind of cool to track down. And so they were opportunity for about 10,000 people to walk into a Jackson's and grab them. Well, they decided they're going to do it again. Now, I don't know if Bronco Sports Properties and Jackson's are going to keep it the same limited run, which kind of made these pretty exclusive collector's items, or they're going to run more this season because they sold out so quick the first time around. But 
you're going to be, it probably shouldn't surprise anybody that you're going to do it again. So if you are a Boise State Bronco football fan and maybe you want to start this trading card collection because you know they sold out, be ready because come fall they're going to have another pack. And the really cool thing is some of these cards, uh, will, packs will also include uh, cards for men's basketball, women's basketball, and gymnastics. Nice. So are they going to do separate packs or they're going to put it in one? I it's think gonna like they're going to put them all in pack. one. Okay. And then certain you know packs will have uh, a couple cards from all those other sports as well, which is really cool. Always nice when you can spread the love around. And if you're a Bronco fan, then you should like all of the sports, not just one. Manny Machado's about to cash a pretty big check. He and the San Diego Padres are finalizing an 11-year, $350 million contract extension. Uh, of course, he intended, uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Of course, he signed a uh, five-year, $150 million contract a couple years ago, but he's opting out of those couple, last couple of years in order to cash in now. Uh, he had set February 16th as a deal for, as a deadline to reach the deal, but apparently the talks were going so well that deadline got extended, so it's expected to be official very, very soon. And so, this is weird. Things were going so well, we thought we'd keep going. Yeah. Keep talking about it's, it. It's rare that that happens in sports, <laughs> that things work out. But, of course, Manny had himself some trouble this season with the Padres, if you don't remember. Uh, he ended up getting injured, riding a motorcycle, which kept him out a whole lot, and then he tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs, and so it was a rough go, but apparently it didn't cost him any money. It might have made him some money, strangely enough, so that's how it works. Uh, Big J, good news, bad news in the Marvel camp. The good news is Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania was still the number one movie of the weekend at $32.2 million. The bad news is it is the most drastic falloff from week one to week two in the second weekend that a Marvel movie has ever seen. So that could be bad word of mouth. That could be a whole lot of stuff that's going on. could be a good reason for that. Uh, also, that could be true. But it's still number one. Good enough for number one. But it's it's one of those deals where people are seeing it week one and then it's falling off a little bit in week number two. Cocaine Bear came in at number two at the box office, $23 million. That's about where they wanted it to go. Uh, Jesus Revolution, Big J. Is that like the sequel to Jesus? I, I don't know. Matrix style, it made $15 million at the box office. It's good enough for number three. Avatar 4, Puss in Boots, number five. As a pretty decent weekend at the box office with all of these things added up. So there's that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first run of important stuff. <laughs> That is Five Finger Death Punch. That is Welcome to the Circus here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I'm going to take you back years and years and years, Big J. Years. Uh, when you went to college at Boise State University, you went for how long? Two semesters. Two semesters. Do you remember, uh, unless you got a scholarship or some sort of grant, do you remember how much those two semesters cost you? Um... Thereabouts, not an exact amount of money. Of yeah, course. it was close to about nine gur. Okay, for two semesters, yeah. and you had put two children through college as well. Any? No, I, that's not true. Uh, well, uh, at least one, right? I mean, we helped a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, uh, do you know how much money that education? Uh, a lot more. Yes, a lot more, right? And I mean, uh, like, like for one semester, maybe um, more than than my entire year. Yeah, school. and that's an in-state school, somebody yeah. that was a resident as well that was costing money. Uh, taking you back to my college days, uh, I also uh, ended up spending about $18,000 on uh, – and, and, and I had some scholarships and I had some grants. That's how much in student loans I ended up having to pay back, and I only went to school for about a year and a half as well before transferring over to a broadcast school. So the, the point is college is expensive, Big J, and it's even more expensive now than when we went. And if you're going – Going to school out of state, it's a ridiculous amount of money. So I'm not sure if I should feel bad or you should feel bad or any should feel bad, but there are more colleges, Big J, closing their doors in the last five years than ever before in the history of the American educational system. Uh, now, the ones that are taking the brunt of the hit are the private colleges. Those are the ones that, believe it or not, are the most expensive. Uh, but they also are a little bit less prestigious, so they're difficult to get into. They're not exactly considered, it's not like the Harvards or the Yales of the world, but they are very, very expensive. Now, uh, the number of colleges that have closed their doors in the last 10 years have quadrupled compared to the previous decade, but these schools just can't attract applicants, which means they don't generate enough revenue to stay in business. And uh, now a lot of people that are say, seeing this going, wow, it's kind of sad that colleges are closing the doors they're the same people that say you know what though man i mean maybe this is what happens when you try to make education a for-profit business 
and uh, it turns into something that not everybody can sustain, or people start realizing that it's a little bit of a grift when you're going to these particular schools that are costing a ridiculous amount of money. Now, elite institutions, state schools, etc., those are thriving at this particular point. They can weather pretty much any storm because uh, unlike smaller schools, which likely are to struggle, they're able to come up with departments or able to cut costs in case anything kind of goes weird, like Boise State did with the baseball program. They were ready to go, and then things changed, and they're like, Something you know they what? they worked for years yes. to get going. They're like, you know what? We don't need baseball anymore even though we wanted to do it because we want to keep these doors open and we had COVID that where it was a very serious problem so that is something that you can do as a state school or a I guess an established institution but uh, you'll have less choices some of these sometimes are trade schools as well so that's something to take uh, you know into account sometimes you're going to remember the old fashioned apprenticeships Big J that don't seem to uh, appear anymore yeah that could be the way that people learn how to do a particular type of job that used to be a trade school kind of thing or an internship but uh those words are considered bad words nowadays unless the paid is in front of the internship word morning after with nick and big j coming up in a few minutes we help the treasure valley with some advice ask the morning after is on the way here on the x rocks that's the Foo Fighters, times like these here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J, and it's time for us to solve some problems. If you have a question for us, you can always reach out to us via email. Uh, you can check that out on xrock.com. We're available on Twitter at Nick and Big J. You can find us on Facebook, The Morning After with Nick and Big J, always on the text line as well at 208-287-1003. Who are we helping out today? Big J? Yeah, Eric, Nick, and I, I think we can probably manage some advice here, but uh, he says a few weeks back, a friend and I took a trip to Nashville for a few days. It's a fairly new friendship, and it was the first time we had roomed up together as we shared hotel accommodations. <laughs> Holy cow, that was a big mistake. Aside from the snoring and some strange routines, it was a fun trip, But we and we tentatively planned another one. But no way, I want to share another hotel room with this guy. Any advice on how to approach telling him about uh, my change of mind? Uh, well, I mean, I guess unless, like, there's some financial difficulties there, it shouldn't be too much of a subject to breach, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it just should be like, uh, I'd like a little bit of privacy, that wouldn't suck. Yeah, I think this depends on, like, your age. You know, I'm like, as an older guy now, I'm just blunt about it. I'm like, listen, dude, I don't want to... I'm on a trip away from uh-huh. from somebody who keeps you awake at night with their snoring. I don't want your snoring. I'm, this is a vacation, <laughs> man. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, for uh, forever, I mean, really, like, every trip that this show has taken, you and I have bunked together until, like, the last Vegas trip that we took together. We had separate rooms. Do you remember why that was? I, I It was an accident. I was think that it, what it was? Because at first, like, one of us wasn't going to be going. That, that could or, be or, it. Or, no, no, no. What it was, it was, uh, I think my wife was going to come okay. and hang out. Okay. And I was going to be that douche uh, <laughs> at the radio convention who brings their wife. Right. Uh, because she has a lot of friends and, and does a lot of stuff in Vegas. And so it wasn't like she was going to come come to hang out with all this stuff, right. which is what some of those douches do. Right. Um, and, and so that was why. And it turned out she couldn't come. That's it. Okay. Because I, I was like, I don't think I breached the subject. Because it really, I mean, it doesn't, I don't care. I'm sleeping. Obviously, I mean, we, we, I mean, I don't know, what, what, like nine trips, like nine or ten. I mean, the amount of hotel rooms you and I have sure. shared are astronomical. I mean, trips in general, just across the country, yes. back and forth. At least nine, yes. Uh, so, yeah, we managed <laughs> to find peace and harmony in some ways so uh but mostly it was sheer exhaustion i don't think either of us we were so tired that there was no way either of us yeah. were going to have any kind of problem yeah so uh there, there's different ways to approach that but just being honest about it i think is a good way to go and um and then just saying listen man you're uh you might have some uh maybe a deviated septum thing going on or something <laughs> fix that up yeah i mean if i know it's a new friendship but i mean if it's a friendship you should be able to have the conversation of like dude you snore like some sort of troll it needs to you know you can have those kind of conversations <laughs> and go this is why you and i can't bunk together it's nothing personal yeah. i like you yeah. i just can't sleep in the same room as you and those are conversations Conversations that friends should be able to have with one another, yeah, yeah. new or otherwise. Hopefully, it's not a psycho. <laughs> yes. Doesn't-
take it the wrong way yeah, and turn it into a shish kebab. Single white female on you, then you've got a real issue on your hands. That's another problem that we could probably help another time. Yeah, uh, just send an email. Uh, until then, you're on your own. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got some important stuff on the way here in a second. Plus, we're going to go to hell. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Sometimes we, as human beings, are pretty hilarious, Big J. <laughs> Get it? According to a new survey, about 63% of Americans say, you know what my body really needs? Like like a check engine light. You know, like if something's going wrong in your car, you get that engine light and you go, hey, you better bring it in to get fixed. I could use that for my body. And, uh, you know, the other side to this coin is, hey, you have it. You know when your body's in pain and you feel things or there's something on your body that pops up that shouldn't be here and you ignore it? That's your check engine light, bro. Yeah. It's there. There's lots of things going on that... You ignore it like you ignore your check engine in your yeah. car, and then it seizes up and your engine's <laughs> destroyed. Exactly. So, I mean, there's lots of little warning lights going off in your body, like, you know, when your knee hurts when you get up off the couch, or, you know, you can't seem to go to sleep without, you know, taking some sort of sleeping medicine. These are all things that are like, hey, something's not okay. But we ignore it like crazy. But we want specific check engine lights for our health, Big J. Uh, 57% of Americans say they would use it to determine whether or not they should drink water, which is another concerning statement. 50% would like to use it as a vitamin reminder, and 45% would like to be alerted for them when it's time for them to take a nap. What, do you want to turn yourself into a, a robot? I mean, that's what it sounds like, like uh, a Terminator. Yes. I mean, you're right, because the second they come up with something that gives you some sort of, like, actual warning, that's the point where we would just ignore and go, what is that stupid look, we, engine like? We have a smartwatch now with all kinds of, uh, and listen, I mean, um, thanks to the smartwatch, I mean, my, my wife is still alive. I mean, who knows? She had a, a heart situation come up uh, a couple years ago, and it was kind of a serious thing. And luckily, that watch was like, hey, you're, things aren't right. Maybe you should go somewhere. Yeah. And, and that's an important thing and that's that's a really cool thing so we're kind of there to yeah, a certain degree for specific things yeah. yes you're absolutely right we are there not for everything and not for things like drink more water but there are certainly some signs and some indications that you are not doing things that you should be doing or something's off that we ignore all the time i think we're a couple a couple of years away from that yes for it to be everything yes you're absolutely right uh, they're playing spring training baseball games right now in Florida and Arizona under the new rules that baseball has put together, and already uh, people are bitching and complaining about it. That's because there was a game that was uh, basically called out. Cal Conley from Atlanta called out on a 3-2 pitch with the bases loaded and two outs in the bottom of the ninth because he was not in the batter's box in time when the pitch clock ran out. And so the game ended in a tie because it's spring training, so they can do that. So everybody was really, really upset. Now, some believe that this is horrible and will affect the regular season. Others believe it just needs time for the players to get used to it. And you're probably both right. But I mean, listen, in every sport outside of baseball, there is a timed amount of time for people to get things done. And that's professional, with the exception of hockey as well. But I mean, there's shift changes and all that kind of stuff. And there's timed on penalties. So there's lots of things that go into it. They're messing with those rules, right? the shift, the shift rule? Yes, the defensive shift rule is also in place where you cannot shift like infielders. Everybody has to kind of play their position, but they'll find ways around that as well uh, to make it just a little bit more difficult. But yes, the idea is to speed up the game. And oh, by the way, it's working, and it's working drastically. Right now, the spring training games average about two hours and 30 minutes, which is already 30 Whoa. minutes less than that what seemed, they've usually been That average. seems like an eternity in baseball. Yes. Uh, what do you mean? 30 it, minutes. Oh, yes, forever. I mean, yes, you're absolutely right. That they could are be like cutting four it Innings. And once they get used to it, they think, and don't forget with spring training, there's tons of shifter, or, you know, people changing out, pitching changes, all that kind of stuff. Once you're in like a regular season game, I bet you we're down to like two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, I that, mean, which is crazy. That could be, way. that could be really amazing. Yes, we'll see. I mean, they also have to put up numbers. I mean, because listen, if nobody, if it's a one nothing game or anything like that, you need offense for people to pay attention to baseball. History yeah, has just put a guy set. on third. <laughs> don't, don't give him any ideas, man. It's not how it works. 
If you are a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you might want to pay attention to what Simu Liu had to say. He was talking to People Magazine and saying that, you know what, if you like Shang-Chi, get ready, because uh, his team and character team-up with a bunch of different people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe could be coming, quote, sooner than you think. He was speaking at the Academy of Motion Arts and Sciences SciTech Awards on Friday and said that he really likes the direction that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going and that if you're a fan of Shang-Chi, you might want to continue to tune in because he is going to play a very important part in the world of the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward and something about him might pop up sooner than you think, which kind of makes sense if you've been following along with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the uh, after credit scene in Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. And then, of course, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a reference to that in the new Ant-Man movie. And so uh, you never know who's going to team up and where they're going to pop up, I guess, in the future. Here's a question for you, and I don't know if we have time to get into this, but what happens to some of these projects, Nick, if we continue to have uh, lackluster movies like Ant-Man and the Quantumania? I mean, it's not making a lot of money compared to what you would think of a Marvel movie that we're used to. So when do they pull the plug? I don't do think they pull the plug. No, I don't think they'll ever pull the plug. I think if let's say they're at a point where they feel like they're not getting the returns that they want with movies like Ant-Man or something like that, I feel like they'll get relegated to Disney Plus a lot more often and they'll try to build yeah, but that into these are expensive to make. I know. Well, yeah, but where's the money going? It ain't in the script. And it might be in the actual uh, CGI, but you might want to tune some of that down. A little bit if you want to make these things you know work i mean listen uh the cgi for marvel has gotten worse and worse progressively over time somehow as i'm re-watching some of the older movies and these look so much better than the ones that we're currently seeing it's almost crazy when you think about it because these movies have been out for 15 16 well, years you have to realize that a lot of those nick those are, are mixing cgi and practical effects and the movie we saw, there was hardly any practical and of any kind in Quantumania. I know. I'm telling you, that's part so of the problem. So I think that that yeah, that is part of the problem. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just story comes first and i don't know i don't know if it's there i i don't either we'll have to find out together but i you know listen they've mapped out we're we're set through 2026 i don't see any of that changing in any way shape or form unless things get delayed but maybe marvel stops pumping out six movies a year and three television series and that's the answer maybe they've got too much content on their yeah. plate i don't know but uh just know there's more coming whether you like it or not <laughs> Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Here's a question you may not know the answer to, Big J. Are there other professions out there that are like doctors where they have to take like a Hippocratic oath in order to uh, assure them at least morally and consciously that they use their powers for good as opposed to somebody that could use it for bad? Well, yeah, I mean, I think with most people... <laughs> I mean, politicians are supposed to swear an oath to the Constitution. Yeah, you're right. I mean... So we know that... But that's open interpretation, I guess. I suppose. Same with, you know, same with soldiers and and anybody in the military. All that makes sense, yes. Uh, But, I mean, I'm wondering, like, if any... There's any other, like, trade-like professions that have to do that. For instance, like... Masons? Well... (laughs) No, I'm not sure. Yes, I suppose that they they make the oath not to build somebody or into a wall or something like that, like an Edgar Allan Poe story. But what I'm thinking I is like Freemasons. Like, oh, is that a job that pays? I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking like locksmiths. You know, like yeah, you yeah. Know, I swear I won't break into something I'm not supposed. To. I won't use these powers I have to crack locks in order to help people do bad things or something like that. And I'm not sure if they do. But maybe they should because the story today revolves around a locksmith that I'm not even sure was doing something purposely bad. Just certainly didn't take all the precautions needed that locksmiths are supposed to when helping somebody out. Okay. As it comes to us from Houston. And basically what happened was, uh, according to Sean Coffey, he got off his flight and noticed that uh, when he got back to where he parked his car, his brand new Ford F-350 was completely missing from the parking garage near the Houston airport. And he's like, man... What? I know, like, I mean, I I didn't take a picture or anything, but I'm almost positive this is where I park. And, of course, after, you know, looking around and double-checking and triple-checking, he's like, my car's gone, man. That's just the way I wonder what the time frame, how long did you look for it before you realized? That's a good question. This thing is... 
I don't Somebody know. Somebody stole my truck. I don't know. I, I'm an guessing. Hour? It, it, well, it, 45 it, minutes? If it's an airport, I, maybe even longer, because then you're there's got to be some self-doubt, and you're like, well, I mean, it's an airport, right? They'd have to, like, get out of the gate and also, like, find the ticket. I mean, yeah. there's lots of things that go in it. So you're thinking maybe, maybe you were wrong, and you look around a little bit more. But uh, Coffee said he went to the garage place. And uh, they noticed some security camera footage, and it was about three people standing around his car when a locksmith's vehicle showed up and let them into the vehicle, and they drove away. So he's like, well, I wonder how the hell that happened. So he contacted the locksmith, and that is where the whole story kind of came to light. Apparently, uh, despite the fact that the people who called the locksmith had no IDs, no key, no parking ticket, no proof that the vehicle was actually theirs and that they owned this brand new F-350, the locksmith did agree, apparently, to make a brand new key, and that's how they were able to drive off pretty much scot-free in this brand new vehicle was they were able to find, I don't know if they had like an inside source or what happened, but apparently this locksmith was just like, yeah, this is your truck, sure, I'll make you a brand new key, and he did. Now, the good news is that Coffee's ride was found parked at a nearby hotel, but the clever crooks have not been identified. Coffee did return to the parking garage to obtain the surveillance footage in order to figure this out, but they did have a chance to sit down with the locksmith and go, hey, dude, what the hell? And the locksmith just admitted to having a bad day and didn't check and didn't do the job to the point where he was supposed to and just made a key so that he could go home as quickly as possible and not have to deal with all the paperwork involved in making this. So essentially he was a, I guess, a, a, you know, somebody that helped out in a crime that didn't really know he was helping out in a crime or didn't really do the check. So should there be charges filed, BJ? I think the locksmith. I, I, I think there's some negligence there. Definitely some negligence. I mean, maybe a loss of job or something needs to be taken into account there because I, you know, I know we've all had days where it's like, man, I just want to go home. It's 5.30 in the afternoon. I'm working late already. I just want this job to be over. So I can understand it, and I'm sure he's obviously remorseful about it, but it is one of those deals where it's like, hey, man, and at least the guy got his car, his truck back too, and it wasn't damaged or like stripped out or something like that. So uh, while it can in minor, major inconvenience, I would call it for sure, it certainly was not worse for the wear. But maybe locksmiths do have to take some sort of Hippocratic oath to make sure that they aren't cutting the corners that need to be cut. And also, I, I mean, I guess I knew that a locksmith could let you in to a vehicle. I don't know if I knew that they could make a brand new vehicle key from scratch. Yeah, uh, especially now the electronic keys. Uh, some of them are definitely set up to do that. Wow. So uh, incredible. So uh, I guess now more than ever, it's important for locksmiths to be on the side of good and use their powers for good instead of evil. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. That is Three Days Grace. That is never too late here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And maybe, just maybe, reality TV is too much influencing its way into our regular everyday lives because there is a company big j that is looking to hire somebody but they want to make sure everybody that they interview has a full face mask now we're not talking about covid protocols here i'm talking about like the masked applicant kind of stuff like they want you to wear a mask so that they cannot see your face period dot the end the company is trying to take some drastic measures to avoid being accused of discriminatory hiring practices. So the mask requirement is, is expected and supposed to assure applicants that no one is being hired or rejected based on their looks whatsoever. Well, look, I appreciate that. <laughs> you right? too. Like, that's cool. Kind of. <laughs> because I'm only thinking about the after when they get the job. And Is there a reveal? I don't know. They're not going like, into the details. They're just saying that everybody wants to have, first of all, like they, they're doing it very specifically. It has to be done over like Zoom or some sort oh, of good. video conferencing okay. so they can't see the rest of your body. And it's only like an upper part then your whole entire head has to be covered by the mask in the actual interview process. The company believes that this will ease applicant stress, make them feel more comfortable in the interview. I'm not sure how that's possible in any way, shape or form. 
but they have released kind of like a video showing the mass interview process. It's gone viral on social media, and some critics believe the company's mass interviews is something that could be used going forward. Others believe it's just a really stupid publicity stunt, and they have to figure this out going forward. Either way, it's working. Whether they're serious about it or they're doing it just for attention, they are getting the results that they want. So I suppose it's a W for the company that's putting it together, but I did not see, like this is a company over in China, so I did not see what the actual position is or what kind of experience is required. So there's that, but maybe, and listen, we love our reality shows over here. I can really and honestly and truly see this becoming a thing. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's almost like the voice in the chairs turning stuff around when they, they hear somebody that you like. I mean, who knows what's going to happen going forward. But my guess is the job interview process is probably going to be a little bit more reality. I mean, listen, when you go to a job interview and you're being interviewed by five people, it already feels like a reality show. Yeah, I've never experienced that. You've never had like a group interview no, kind of setting? No. I could never get past the first couple interviews. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> But it is very, very weird and uncomfortable because you don't know the dynamic in the room. You know pretty much who's in charge. You don't know who's asked to no. kiss. Yeah, you're getting peppered with questions by different kind of people that have different backgrounds and experience that you're not aware with. So it already feels like you're on a reality show. You add a mask to it, I'm sure it's going to have that particular kind of feeling. And I'm not sure. Like, if I, if you have, if uh, that's how all interviews are going forward, I'm not sure somebody would feel more comfortable in that situation. Well, I mean, I guess they can't see you sweat. You just have to kind of throw yeah. it off. But, I mean, God forbid, you know, you don't have that kind of personality to make that happen. It's going to be difficult because not every job needs a shining personality. Sure, sure. Uh, but, oh, man, I, I'm glad to hear some ugly people going to get a job. Yep. Uh, and so there's that going forward. It could be the future of you finding the job of your dreams. The masked applicant become, it could be coming soon to a job near you. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. We got your important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Interesting information from the American College of Cardiology, which, of course, studies the hearts of people around the United States of America, Big J. Yeah, they do. And they say that it's actually pretty good for your heart, believe it or not, for you to be Facebook friends with rich people. Do you have any rich people on your friends list, Big J? Yeah. Like a crazy rich, like you're jealous of how much money they have? No. I mean, yes. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Are you sure? Well, I'm trying to judge, like, worth millions or, like, tens of millions. Um, I don't know. I guess that's up to you millions. what you think rich is. Millions. I, mean, I, I think we both have some millionaires on our friends list for yeah. sure. I'm not sure if I got anybody worth tens of millions. You do? No. <laughs> I was trying to judge, man. I don't know. Everybody's got to... That's what I'm saying is I don't know what's the line, man. They found out that uh, an algorithm that they used had examined Facebook data and the potential impact on a person's health. And they found out that if you have some sort of higher economic connectedness with people that make more money than you, it seems to like be something that resonates in your health. Life it just trickles down to you? Yeah. Well, not the Trick- money per se. No, but, but the attitude or yes. something? The idea that, you know, the, the idea that it's something that's good for your heart somehow manifests its way through social media is a little bit much for me to wrap my head around. But maybe, just maybe, uh, it's something that could help you. And they say that when they see posts of people that are doing financially well posting about, you know, internships or youth mentorship programs or school-based programs, it makes them feel better about their community. It releases serotonin. That helps things with your brain and your heart and your blood pumping and et cetera, et cetera. So seeing rich people do good things on your timeline apparently is good for your heart. But what if the rich people on your timeline, Big J, are not doing anything good with your money? Look out then. Yeah. Then the darkness settles in, and that's never good. So make sure you're following, or at least you are friends with the right kind of rich people. 
Manny Machado's about to be rich. If he's on your friends list, you've got a pretty good connection there. Richer. Huh, yes, rich, richer. Richer. That, we're talking okay. about hundreds of millions of dollars there. The San Diego Padres are finalizing an 11-year, $350 million contract extension with him, and that's expected to go final very, very soon. Once again, uh, teach your kids how to hit a baseball. I cannot encourage that anymore. The amount of money in baseball is fascinating. Tom Cruise was talking to Jimmy Kimmel on Friday and said that when Val Kilmer showed up to the set of Top Gun Maverick, there wasn't a dry eye in the house, Big J. Uh, if you've watched the movie, you can understand why. If you know Val Kilmer's you know, personal experiences and what's going on, maybe you watch the documentary Val on Amazon Prime, you probably are aware with the struggles that Val has had over the last couple of years. And so to see them team up again and to have him back on set, it was a very emotional moment, and it plays as an emotional moment in the movie. Agree or disagree? Oh, you? yeah, big time. And Tom Cruise says he's not much of a crier, but when uh, Val Kilmer showed up on set, he was bawling like a baby. Big Jay, isn't that cute? that they like each other so much. Yeah. So it was nice to see them back together and to know that that, you know, connection, that emotional part in that movie was real both when the cameras were rolling and when they weren't. And so uh, congratulations to both of them. And it was great to see him back in the movie. You can watch uh, Top Gun Maverick if you haven't yet. It is streaming on Paramount Plus right now if you are a subscriber. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. The morning after with Nick and Big J. And Pop Culture Smackdown brought to you by Carl's Jr. and their new Philly cheesesteak menu at Carl's Jr. Uh, it's hot, cheesy, and waiting for you. There's a couple of thick Angus Thick Burgers Philly uh, cheesesteak style ready for you here, uh, gift certificate wise from Carl's Jr. for uh, Pop Culture Smackdown and tickets to Monster Jam. <laughs> it's happening Friday, March 10th at the Ford Idaho Center Arena, man. Get your monster truck on. Well, this can be yours. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smack It Down. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you'd like some dinner and some monster trucks coming your way for the prize package today. But you will have to defeat Big J in this particular contest. Big J, are you ready? No. Well rested, certainly. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's up? What's your name? Jeff. Jeff, you're up first. Jeff, WKRP was a fictional radio station that was the subject of a television show that took place in what Ohio city? Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Wrong. That's incorrect. It was not WKRP in Cleveland. Hello, the X. Hi. Hi. WKRP was a fictional radio station that was the subject of a television show that took place in what Ohio city? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> that kid never seen or ever heard of this show. Hello, the X. Hello. WKRP, a fictional radio station that was a subject of a television show that took place in what Ohio city? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Right. Is correct. Big J, Kate Mara, probably most famous for her role on House of Cards on Netflix for several seasons, but she also played this Marvel superhero in the MCU. Kate Mara? Kate Mara. And it was a superhero. She definitely was. Oh, God. Um, let's go with uh, Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. Of course, the famous Marvel superhero <laughs> Lady Hawk. No, that is incorrect. She was pretty much the second lead in the movie. That doesn't help you? No. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was also in it. Oh, Wakanda. No. No. Wait, it's a suit. Oh, Fantastic Four? Right. Do you remember her character even? No. You don't know any of the Fantastic Four? I didn't watch it, man. Uh, None of the three other movies? No. Uh, The answer is Sue Storm, better known as the Invisible Woman. Right. Mara was the Invisible Woman. Well, that's all it takes, sir. You are congratulating yourself because you have got some Carl's Jr. coming your way as well as some Monster Jam tickets. Can you blame me for wiping that out of any kind of memory of any kind? Well, if you didn't see it, it's difficult for you to really place it. Well, the first one didn't have her in it. That well, was the go. Jessica Alba one. That didn't count as MCU, though. This one was actually in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This Fantastic Four movie that they made. But it did not make it any better. And no, uh, as a Fantastic Four fan, all three movies are an abomination. Morning After Maybe one day with Nick and Big J. Well, they're going to swing again. Why not? There's your pop culture smackdown. We will have some headlines for you next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Let's do some headlines. There are as follows. Mistakes were made. Holy crap. And oh, Olga, no. 
Holy crap! 83-year-old Clard Herrick has had his vanity plate since the year 1970, and now he's selling it. It could be yours if you have $2 million. The plate is for sale in the state of California at a site called platebroker.com. Now, the site claims that Herrick ran down to the DMV right the second vanity plates were released in the year 1970, and this plate has been only on Buicks and Cadillacs. The vanity plate reads four letters, Big J. Cash. C-A-S-H. And now he wants $2 million for that vanity plate to be yours. Uh, the ideal buyer, according to the listing, is perfect for a high-profile performer, investor, or socialite. And that's who he expects to be able to pick it up, like some sort of person looking for that vanity plate cred in California. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how this got to be, but apparently there is some president in 2018... A low number nicest plate in Delaware sold for $410,000. So it basically was the number one was the only thing. Somebody paid $410,000 to have a license plate with the number one on it, which seems Damn. insane to me. Yeah. So I guess I'm not, I won't be shocked if somebody pays $2 million for the license plate that says cash, but that's also crazy to me. Like, I mean, I don't understand why you would do that, but uh, they're called vanity plates for a reason, I suppose, Big J, right? Yeah. You've got to have some sort of vein bowed in your body in order to pull that off, but that's a lot of money for, for a license plate. But hey, enjoy it, man. It's your money. Spend it how you want. Mistakes were made or, oh, Elga, no. Oh, Elga, no. Clearwater, Florida police say Olga uh, Potello collected a down payment for a mobile home, Big J. The only problem, uh, that home that she was selling wasn't actually hers to sell. Uh, Olga was arrested on Wednesday for a scheme to defraud. She allegedly drafted a paperwork, collected a $7,500 down payment on the home. Reportedly, the manager of the trailer park says Olga has no legal right to sell the house. Police are encouraging other potential victims to come forward because they don't think this is the first time Olga tried to sell a house that wasn't hers. And she has since been released on bail, so watch out if she's trying to sell you a house down there in Florida. Damn. And so apparently, I didn't know it was that easy to sell mobile homes. I thought like there was a little bit of a process that went through it. But then again, I've never tried to sell one, Big J, so I don't have a lot of experience in the matter. But I guess you got to make sure you cross those T's and dot those I's and do your homework to make sure the person that's selling you whatever house you're buying actually belongs to them. Otherwise, it's a whole other issue altogether. Because I'm guessing that person's now out 7500 bucks, right? Yeah. And so they get screwed. They don't have a house to live in, and they lost all that money. So not cool, Olga. So I hope you go to jail for a little while, at least. We'll wrap it up with mistakes were made. You know, sometimes, Big J, not everybody is up on every aspect of advertising in pop culture. You understand? Right. So you can certainly not blame somebody, although she's having regrets. An English woman uh, has eaten a potato chip, Big J, that could have been worth $119,000. One potato chip? Yes. Dawn Seeger from Strathfire was eating a chips during her break at work, and she accidentally, or I guess on purpose, put a heart-shaped chip in her mouth during the actual break. Somebody else noticed it too late, and it ended up being a big deal because the snack maker named Walkers is running a contest that has like a Willy Wonka-esque look for our heart-shaped oh, yeah. chips in our bag. And it could be worth a ridiculous amount of money if you turn in that particular chip. But she said it was too late once she actually found out there was oh. a contest running around. And she had already eaten the heart-shaped chip before her friend told her to stop and it could not be saved as she already took a crunch out of it. So, unfortunately, she is out of the contest. But kind of dumb <laughs> that it's an edible thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if you could put inedible things in a bag full of edible things yeah. because then yeah, you you're can. in danger. You ever heard of Cracker Jacks? Uh, yeah, but that's a prize. Like, you're, you know, it, you can't put a heart-shaped chip, like a heart shape. I guess if you wanted to put, like, a piece of paper in there. You could put sure. whatever you want in it. But, I mean, if, you, if you're doing a contest and you people expect things to throw them down their throat, it's a little bit difficult. But you're right. It is a dumb contest. But I'm not sure what they were trying to do. But at least it worked out for the chip company. It got some publicity out of it. So yeah. a reminder, no, uh, check the bag first before you open it up in case there's potential contests going on that you're unaware of. I'm guessing it would be on the bag, right? If they're yeah, running a contest yes. like that. So, you, yeah, do yourself a favor and pre-read a little bit. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. <laughs>
Green Day, that is Basket Case here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it's time to talk about bedtime, Big J. Yeah, a little bedtime, man. You know, uh, there's a uh, a sleep study here, uh, Sleep Foundation, actually. Uh, They wanted to ask adults uh, if they watch TV before they go to bed and sometimes, in some cases, if they fall asleep watching TV. Uh, put you in that category there Nick? No, I I uh, I used to uh live with somebody that watched TV while they slept which uh drove me crazy and and did not lead to me sleeping very well but I do not sleep with the television on. Yeah, and uh they even came up with a list of uh a top list of uh of TV shows that people like to fall asleep to. Okay. So, number 6 on this list is Bob's Burgers. Interesting. Well, I guess you can find it on Hulu, but yeah. Yeah, it's well, it's pretty much available. And that's part of the study as well, is now that with, with devices and being able to connect to streaming things, it's more common people doing this, by the way. Uh, number five is a show I, I've never seen, Happy Endings. That's a very good show. Very funny show. Number four is Sports Night. I know what that is. That was an old, uh, it was a, a, a sitcom um, that was like a, like a sports center driven. It didn't it last for like a season? Yeah. And people yeah, like are falling two, asleep two to it? Yeah, Constantly. it's weird. It is weird. Uh, number three is The World's Most Extraordinary Homes. That's okay. on uh, Netflix. Brainless television, just turn yeah. it on and let it go. Two is something called Perfect Match. Uh, probably a reality dating show, I yeah. guess. Yep. And number one is Cheers. Oh, where do you find Cheers? Is that also on Hulu? Probably somewhere, yeah. And experts say that, uh, you know, uh, watching watching stuff right before bed can sometimes negatively uh, affect your sleep quality, especially um, when it comes to the, the screens that you're using, the blue screen and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but... Uh, uh, nodding off to comfort series, a habit that many people just can't quit. Now, here's the thing. I recently started watching TV. Now, this isn't something I normally do, but watching TV and falling asleep, Nick. In your bed? Yes. And uh, when I that does take place, I feel like I get way better sleep. You do? Yeah. Okay. And so what I've been doing here late, lately is uh, I'll set uh, 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 the sleep timer on my TV. So, because what will happen is, is uh, I'll, I'll fall asleep. But if somebody were to turn off the TV abruptly or something, I'll wake up. But if it just kind of, I fall asleep, there's a period of time in that first 15, 20 minutes that, boom, I'm out. Like, when I fall asleep, I'm down. So, you know you're going to fall asleep. Yeah, I'm very tired. So, but why don't you then just turn off the TV? Because, uh, well, here's the thing is I found that, um, and this is more in the case when, like, it's not a work day. It's, like, not a school night, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll stay up and I'll just kind of be, like, you know, watching something and I'll, I'll just nod off. I'll pass out, so to speak. And I'm like, God, I get great sleep. So I've kind of been trying this experiment and it's been working great. So I hit the sleep timer 30 minutes and the TV shut off by itself. And that TV have... does not wake you up when it turns off. No. The lack of noise. Well, that's good. No. Good yeah. for you, man. Do you, what are you watching then when you fall asleep? Uh, uh, let's see. History Channel. <laughs> Is it something... So. Th- does it have to be something you have watched before? Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. so. Because uh, yeah. I was going to say, otherwise it would keep your attention, right? If you haven't watched it yeah. and you yeah, wanted to watch it. Yeah, something to be super interested in. A lot of it is just reruns. Like, I'll throw in a history channel, it's a rerun of something, and I'm like, oh, okay, great. And then, poof, I'm out. Good. Well, listen, if, if that is the key and everybody is different, whatever helps you get some sleep, I'm I'm all for. But yeah, I can't I can't fall asleep with, like, lots of noise going on in the background, and TV would qualify as that. So that is something that would make me get not very good sleep. But hey, to each their own, and if it's Cheers, or if it's the History Channel, or if it's Breaking Bad that helps you get some sleep. Whatever it takes to help you get some sleep, I'm all for it. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll help you win something with Bad Impressions. That's next on the X-Rocks. Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we've got tickets for you. The Young Dubliners coming to town, and they're going to be here March 3rd. I believe that's this f- coming Friday, Nick. At the Dating Factory. So we'll hook you up with those tickets if you can figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions, Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then congratulations. Your accounts are goer on the third. Any guesses of how many it might take? Two, I hope. All right, we'll see how it goes. Hello, the X. Oh, no. Take more than that, apparently. Hello, the X. My God, Big J, what's happening? Hello, the X. Hey. Good morning, man. You ready for Big J's clues? Uh, I'm ready. Here we go. What are you doing? Uh, next. Get to the chopper. 
Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. All right, beautifully John, done. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those tickets. What is the What Are You Doing line from? Um, I think it's from Kindergarten Cop. Okay. Actually. I wasn't sure. I, I couldn't place it. I mean, I, it sounds like you definitely were doing Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was like, I just don't yeah. recognize the line. Why is he in the news? Good news if you want to see him back in action. Uh, Netflix released a, uh, a teaser trailer for a TV series starring Arnold called Fubar. All right. It's an upcoming action comedy series, and uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Quote, everywhere I go, people... I'm sorry. Everywhere I go, people ask me when I'm going to do another big action comedy like True Lies. Uh, he said, here it is. It's Fubar. It will kick your ass and make you laugh, and not just for two hours. You get the whole season. Uh, did we did we know this was happening? Is this like yeah, a surprise? No, it's, okay. I, it's kind of, yeah. I, I, there haven't been a whole lot of uh, stuff going on in the uh, world there of Arnold Schwarzenegger other than his uh, briefings that he does for his fan club. When did Killing Gunther come out? Wasn't it last year? Oh, it's been a few years. Has it been? Okay. It's been a few years. That's the last thing I remember watching him in, well, outside of uh, the Terminator franchise, which was, uh, that was last year, wasn't it? No, that was a couple years ago, too. God, everything yeah. bleeds together. Uh, let's see. Who else is going to be in this? People you haven't heard of, or at least maybe you have, but I don't know. There's a lot of people. I thought there was somebody other was a pretty big deal was in here, but no, I was, I was wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Had a shine down, dead don't die. Wrapping up the Monday morning version of the morning after with Nick and Big J. Thanks for hanging out with us. We had a chance to help somebody solve their hotel room problems, at least in the future. We even talked about maybe getting a job and with a gigantic mask on your face for the next new job that you could be facing. And we question the morals of locksmiths everywhere, Big J. Uh, that leaves you with the floor, my friend. Yeah, you got plans August seventeenth, Nick. Uh, it may be a little bit early for me to commit to something. I do not know whether I do or not. Riff Tracks Live. Oh, yes. Rad! I know. I was very excited. Rad! I already contributed to the Kickstarter. I'm ready to go, man. I don't know why you bother. They what don't mean? need your help. Uh, I know they don't, but I feel good to support things like, that I enjoy. They always come in way over, and <laughs> this time they got a whole bunch of money, so I'm stoked, man. I yeah. love that movie. They, uh, they're they doing, uh, they're doing they, they used to do three a year, and now they've really kind of knocked it down to one a year. Uh, but it helps to get the rights to the movie, and then they, they end up doing like a Fathom Events thing where they make fun of the movie live in theaters everywhere, live from Nashville usually. And I was very excited to see that this year's version was rad. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. And for those of you that uh, that grew up in the 70s and 80s like Big J and I, we watched Rad as like a serious movie and enjoyed it. But it's now look fun to look back and make, and make fun of a movie because you realize that it wasn't as good as when you watched it. What, rather. what no, are you yeah, talking it's true. about? It's true. I've seen I've seen Rad fairly recently, and it does not hold up like it does when you yeah, were I, I disagree. sixteen or even still great. eight and watching BMX. When was the last time you partook? Uh, it was a couple years ago. Yeah, but it was recent. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last time that I, it had to be like five years ago for me that I watched it. And again, it, it's fun to watch. Make no mistake about it, but it's more funny to watch at this point than when you were eight and going that's that's going to be who I want to be in the future it's a little bit different but yes I'm very much looking forward to it does that mean you'll be going this year yeah man all right I like Sign it very much I like it when you come to the Rift Tracks live we used to go all the time all the time next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters clogged drains leaky faucets and toilets that won't flush stop freaking to call Beacon Beacon Plumbing Heating and Mechanical is your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com that's it for us Jason Drew swinging in here next with we'll C tomorrow it's the x rocks the morning after podcast brought to you by idaho advocates you didn't deserve to be in an accident but you do deserve an advocate make sure you hit them up on their website idahoadvocates.com